Hello everybody. Welcome again to Forward Maryland. I'm Bill Woodcock and today is Saturday, February 9th. I'd like to talk with you a little bit today about something that's going on in the state of Maryland that I don't think a lot of people are aware of or uh, know that it's a discussion that's going on. But this is a discussion that's going to result in the expenditure of hundreds of millions of dollars of state funds and eventually uh, will change the future of the state of Maryland. Uh, will definitely set its course for probably the next 50 years. And that topic is the establishment of a third crossing over the Chesapeake Bay. So, of course, you're familiar with the first two bay bridges that were built in the 60s and 70s. Uh, they uh, connect uh, the Annapolis area around Sandy Point State Park to Queen Anne's County on the eastern shore. And, of course, not only are they a, a Maryland landmark, uh, but the bridges serve as a very important economic connection between the eastern and western shores of this state. Um, for all sorts of re for all sorts of commerce, uh, the hospitality industry, the seafood industry, uh, frankly, any other industry uh, that needs a distribution route across the bay to get over to the shore, either shore, you use the bay. It is just a very well traveled and frankly well placed and visionary route. Uh, there literally could not be a Route 50 through the state of Maryland without the Chesapeake Bay. So Governor Hogan, during his first term, had put forth the concept of a third bay crossing. Uh, somewhere, of course, up or down the, uh, the length of the Chesapeake Bay. Recently, and by recently, I mean late this week, the Department of Transportation of the state of Maryland came out with a notional plan of where these locations might be. And I guess I should correct myself. It's more than just a notional plan, but these are plans that are currently being considered and a decision on where the third Chesapeake Bay span would be is relatively imminent in political terms. It's going to be coming in 12 months, so the 2020 General Assembly is going to be dealing with this. So your state delegates and senators who are in office right now are going to be dealing with this. Uh, so I have a map, and that map is going to be posted to the Forward Maryland website. So uh, if you are listening to this uh podcast. Uh, you are already on the website, so I urge you to uh, look at the map and follow along. But from north to south, uh, the 14 potential spans run the length of the bay, uh, literally from Aberdeen uh, over to uh, Cecil County, uh, to north of Joppa Town, to the Middle River area. Uh, there seem to be, a, a, there's a span there. Uh, a little bit in closer to Baltimore City, to the Essex area. Uh, there's a span that goes over, that crosses over to the eastern shore from uh, the Dundalk, Sparrows Point area. Uh, and both the Middle River and uh, Dundalk spans would seem to 
uh, come over in the vicinity of Rock Hall on the eastern shore. The Middle River span would uh, be close to Chestertown. Uh, for those of you listening from Howard County, uh, probably the closest span would be, it looks like a, uh, kind of an extension of Route 100, uh, all the way out to, uh, become another span of the bridge that would, um, impact, uh, that would land on the eastern shore around the site of the Chester River and head towards Centerville. Uh, the seventh span would probably be the least uh, game-changing option of all of them because it would be at the location of the current two bay bridges. And then the remainder of the span options are to the south. Uh, one would uh, land uh, north of St. Michael's on the eastern shore and uh, would... Uh, would go from about mid uh, Anne Arundel County, south of Annapolis. Uh, 9th and 10th would be uh, around Deal, and uh, one would be north of uh, one would land on the eastern shore, north of Oxford. The uh, other one would uh, be right at Oxford. Uh, the 11th span would be just north of Prince Frederick, Maryland, on the west, and west of Cambridge on the east. Uh, the 12th span would be uh, south of Prince Frederick and would land uh, south of Cambridge uh, near Maryland Route 16 on the eastern shore. Uh, the 13th and 14th spans would seem to have the greatest amount of environmental impact. Uh, the 13th span would on the western shore be north of Solomon's Island and then would... Uh, come over to the eastern shore in lower Dorchester County, and then the 14th and final option would uh, cross over from the western shore at Lexington Park, and would go over to the eastern shore in Somerset County, uh, very near to Princess Anne. And I also understand that there's supposed to be a uh, no-build option, um, but I do urge you all to look at these maps. This PDF I'm going to be posting has uh, all 14 potential span locations uh, with their impacts in terms of uh, environmental uh, landmarks, uh, wetlands, uh, highway crossings, uh, population densities and centers and such. So, as you can see, this is a great number of potential crossings, and uh, the state's only going to pick one. So the question is going to be, is which one is it going to pick? Um, and I, I, looking at this, I, I'm not that much in favor of a span in the southern part of Maryland that impacts and causes uh, problems for the wetlands in the southern part of the eastern shore around the Cambridge, Dorchester County area. What would be intriguing, uh, to me at least, would be a north span um, that would be about around that Joppa Town, uh, Aberdeen area that would cross over closer to Cecilton and uh, the eastern shore up that way, Chesapeake City, Maryland City, for example. Uh, one has to wonder if that wouldn't stimulate economic growth in the Upper Shore, uh, perhaps even connect 
the upper shore in better a little bit more with Delaware uh, maybe even over time uh, assist with growth between the Baltimore and Philadelphia areas I, I don't know uh, of course if you look down at those southern spans you see uh, you know an opportunity to uh, to connect with another metropolitan area that's growing rapidly uh, which would be the Norfolk Virginia area um, which but that would be more of a DC based uh, benefit there on the Maryland side so uh, this is very interesting uh, but I think one thing we can say for sure is that wherever the third Bay Bridge span is built it's going to bring with it a lot of economic development a lot of business development a lot of growth uh, and certainly a lot of housing certainly a lot of homes you are looking at wherever the new Bay Bridge span is built to probably over 20 30 years be eventually become the home to a couple hundred thousand Marylanders uh, or depending on where the span is Virginians or Delawareans uh, because that's going to be the area of the impact of that bridge span so I urge you all to get educated on this to learn more about this and to uh, you know to realize that this decision that's going to made, be made in a year is a sleeping giant that's going to affect the entire state of Maryland for decades to come Central Maryland, the Eastern Shore, the Baltimore, D.C. areas are certainly going to be impacted on by this. And the repercussions of the economic impact, other decisions, the social decisions, environmental decisions that come out of this will be felt around the state for years to come because doubtless this decision, being a major one, will have a domino effect on other such infrastructure projects that will be planned throughout the state. So uh, with that, um, I give you all food for thought on your Saturday afternoon, and I thank you for listening to another edition of Forward Maryland. I hope you've enjoyed this. Goodbye for now.